Matthew chapter 18. Then Peter came and said to him, Lord, how often shall I How often shall I, my brother, sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times? Jesus said unto him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to seventy times seven. Father, we thank you that you are God and we love you. And as we commit these few minutes to you, we pray that you will transform our lives as we listen to your words and what you have to say to us today. In Jesus' name we pray. Let the church say amen. amen. Can we give a praise team a hand? Thank you guys. Well done. And you, you may be seated. How is the fast? Is it good? We were walking in Westfield yesterday and I saw a beautiful piece of chicken. And my wife said, keep going. Then we went into Coles. I couldn't turn. I went into the bakery section and I keep on spinning. I'm like, oh my goodness. But I'm doing well. Are you doing well? Somebody sent me this last week. One of the prayer warriors in the States. They said, not all medicines are in the pharmacy. And they gave a list. Exercise is a medicine. Fasting is a medicine. Natural food is a medicine. Laughter is a medicine. Vegetables and fruits are medicine. Sleep is a medicine. Sunlight is a medicine. Loving others is a medicine. L loving, uh, loving yourself is a medicine. Gratitude is a medicine. Letting go of an offense is a medicine. Meditation is a medicine. Reading and studying the word of God is a medicine. Eating well on time without excess, without excess is a medicine. Right thinking and right thinking with, good, with a good mindset is a medicine. Trusting in God is a medicine. Good friends are medicines. Forgiving yourselves and forgiving others is medicine. Drinking plenty of water is a medicine. A peaceful heart is a medicine. Take enough of these medication and you will rarely need the ones from the pharmacy. And I was like, that's my day. <laughs> Harvard Medical School published the following. 
the power of forgiveness. Almost everyone has experienced being wronged by someone. It could be a former co-worker, a friend, or family member. But hanging on these negative feelings can do great harm to your health. Forgiving a person who has wronged you is never easy. But dwelling on those events and reliving them over and over can fill your mind with negative thoughts and suppress anger. Yet, the writer says, you learned, yet when you learn to forgive, you no longer trapped by the past actions of others and can finally feel free. She went on to say, a practicing Forgiveness can have powerful health benefits. Observational studies and some randomized trials suggest that forgiveness is associated with lower blood pressure, depression, anxiety, hostility, reduced substance abuse, higher self-esteem, and greater self-satisfaction. Yet forgiving is not always easy, says Dr. Van der Weel. This is a struggle. This is a struggle for all of us. Forgiveness is, is hard. Are you agree with me? Forgiveness is not easy. But we're commanded by the Bible and by Jesus to forgive. So what is forgiveness? Forgiveness is the decision to no longer credit to the account of the offender. When we sin against God or anyone, we occur a debt. Con forgiveness is a decision to no longer relate to that person based on their infraction. There are two types of forgiveness. Unilateral forgiveness and transactional forgiveness. Unilateral forgiveness is when you forgive a person who hasn't asked for it. It's a forgiveness that is given freely. It's a, give, it's a forgiveness that the person who has, for, who has wronged you has not asked for it, but you have granted forgiveness to someone who doesn't want it or deserve it. The reason you grant unilateral forgiveness is so that you can keep going. Because how many of you know that an, a forgiven spirit can hold you hostage? Are you with me? This is going to be a hard morning. I warn you. The reason you give that forgiveness is so that you can keep going. Unilateral forgiveness keeps you from being held hostage from a situation that the other party may never acknowledge. 
Unilateral forgiveness is given for different reasons. Maybe the offense is too small. Maybe the person die and you can't go and say, forgive me. How many of you know you can't say to a dead person, forgive me? Because they can't hear you. But can you imagine you holding, holding yourself in that pattern because the person is no longer around? But you have to forgive yourself or you got to wait until you die and then you ask for forgiveness. You know, that old forgiveness can hold us hostage. Or maybe the person that you want to forgive has disappeared and you can't find them you don't know where they are so you got to ask for what forgiveness in Luke 23 verse 34 when Jesus was on the cross he says father forgive them for they know not what they have done that was unilateral forgiveness because those people weren't asking for forgiveness they all all they wanted to do was crucify him the second level of forgiveness is transactional forgiveness. Somebody say transactional forgiveness. Transactional forgiveness is where there is a desire for reconciliation and restoration of relationship. Where the person who has offended you is willing to confess and repent in order to restore that broken relationship. Transactional relationship is reconciliation driven and is restoring something that is broken. Something that was once whole and now that relationship is broken. In Luke 15 and verse 21, the son acknowledged, the prodigal son acknowledged that he had sinned against his father. So he said, I will arise and go to my father. And he said, I will ask of my father forgiveness. A person who can say, I'm sorry and not mean it. A person can say, sorry because somebody asked them to say, but I'm sorry. A person can say, I'm sorry because it's, it's the thing to do. But how many of you know that confession must be tested and repentance must be true? We have a story in the Bible of Joseph. And I'll read it for you. Genesis 45. Are you with me? Yeah. It'll be quiet today. Then Joseph could not control himself before all those who stood by him. And he cried, having everyone, and he cried, have everyone go out from me. So there was no man with him when Joseph made himself known to his brothers. He wept so loudly that the Egyptian heard it, and the household of Pharaoh heard it. Then Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still alive? But his brothers could not answer. 
for they were dismayed at his presence. Then Joseph said to his brothers, please come closer. I am your brother Joseph, whom you have sold into Egypt. Do you remember that story quite well? Are you ready? Do not grieve, do not be grieved or be angry with yourself. Because you sold me here. For God sent me before you to preserve life. Come on now. This man had all reason to get upset. He had all reason to call the army of Pharaoh and just throw his brothers out because of what they have done to him. Do you remember they throw him in a pit? You remember they sold him? Listen what he said. In verse 9. Hurry up. And go up to my father and say to him. Thus says your son Joseph. God has made me Lord of all Egypt. Come down to me today without delay. Joseph could have done a number of things. He could have said to them, go tell daddy that you sold me. Go tell daddy that you throw me in a cave. Go tell daddy how you hated me. But what did Joseph said? He said, God has preserved me. You see, sometimes we're going through a situation and we're wondering, what on earth is happening here? The world is against me. Everything is against me. But how many of you know that God has preserved you for such a time as this? How do you know you're serious about forgiveness? Joseph could have bring the Egyptians in. But he didn't. Joseph told all the Egyptians to leave the room. Because they had nothing to do with it. You always know when forgiveness is real. Because it does not become a gossip. Are you with me? They don't bring, you see Joseph didn't bring other people into it. And so when you forgive someone, you don't bring other people into it because you have truly repented and you've truly asked God for forgiveness. Somebody say amen. Forgiveness. Human can't avoid offending others. And be offended by others in our everyday interaction. While we, while we cannot control how others feel or act or when they get offended, we have a free will to decide how we will react when we offend others. Forgiving others is a secret to happiness and prolonged relationship in the facet of life. We cannot walk around with people in our hearts. Can I say that again? We cannot walk around with people 
on our backs. You cannot walk around and be offended on everything because, because God, God want to use you and he want to preserve you and he want to use you for greater things. So many families are ripped apart because of unforgiveness. Divorce happened because of unforgiveness. Are you with me? Yeah, and then you, you, you divorce and you remarry and, and, and there's still unforgiveness because you haven't forgiven the first person. And so you take that same spirit over into this relationship. Unforgiveness is a killer. It's not easy to forgive others when they hurt you. But this is exactly what Jesus commanded us to do. Even if the other person is not sorry, we must forgive them sincerely and obey God's will. Somebody say amen. amen. Forgiveness is a big deal. You can't really be a true human or be a true, in a true relationship or friendship without forgiveness. To be human is to fail. To, we make mistakes. We hurt one another. To forgive is to make the decision to cancel the debt that we owe, that you owed, and not to hold it against the offender. Forgiveness, forgiveness does not justify the offender. Somebody say amen. Forgiveness. It's not approving the wrong, the wrong that is done. It is overlooking it with love. Forgiveness does not prevent correction or rebuke. Forgiveness does not require us to be silent about injustice, improper conduct, or evil deeds. Forgiveness does not harbor bitterness. Forgiveness is an opportunity for self-examination. Don't worry about the other person. Worry about, worry about you. Am I a forgiven person? Are you a forgiven person? Forgiveness is a process of handing it over to God. I was reading last week in Santonia, Texas, a judge on Monday, sentenced Andre McDonald to 20 years in prison for the murder of his wife. At the sentencing, Paul Anderson, Aberdeen McDonald's father, was merciful to his son-in-law, forgiving him for his action. This is what the dad said. You hurt my family. We spoke like fathers. You hurt me. In spite of everything, I forgive you. I love you. That cannot change. A part of me is going to jail. I forgive you. And it's your duty to ask God for forgiveness, said Paul. How powerful is that? I don't know what I would do. Do you know what you would do? You see, as, as, as observers... 
we, 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 we have our, our thoughts, what we would do, how we would seek justice. But listen, listen what this man did. He forgave him and said, it's up to you to for, ask God for forgiveness. Forgiveness is an act in which we forfeit our right to hold on to another person's wrongs. Because God has forgiven us, we have every reason and the ability to forgive others. What it says in Matthew chapter 18. Can I read it again? Is that okay? Is this all right? You're used to me running up and down. And you're wondering what's going on with him. I'm all right. I ain't screaming too. You missed that? Next time. Come to the 11. Jesus said, up to 70 times 7. And this is what happened here. For the kingdom of, for, the, for this reason, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with the slaves. And he began to settle them. And one who owed him 10,000 talents was brought to him. But since he did not have the, the means to pay, the Lord commanded him to be sold along with his wife and children and all that he had and the repayment be made. So the slave, slave fell down to the ground and prostrate before him and say, have patience with me. I will repay you everything. And the Lord said to the slave, he felt compassion and released him and forgave him of every death. But the slave went out and found one of his fellow slaves who owed him a hundred denarius. And he seized him and began to choke him. Saying, pay me back what you owe me. For this fellow, for, so his fellow slave fell to the ground and began to plead with him saying, have mercy with me. I will repay you. But he was unwilling and went and threw him into prison until he should pay back what was owed. So when his fellow slaves saw what, was ha what had happened, they were deeply grieved and began and reported it to the Lord. And then summoned him, his Lord, and said to him, You wicked slave, I forgave you all the debt because you pleaded with me. Shouldn't you also have mercy on your fellow slave, in the same way I had mercy on you. And this, and, and his Lord moved with anger, handed over to the, to the torturers until he should repay all that he had owed. My heavenly Father will also do the same to you if each of you does not forgive his brother from your heart. Will you be merciful? If God shows you mercy, 
Would you be merciful if God shows you kindness? Will you be kind if God show you kindness? Will you be loving if God shows you loving? Or will you be like this servant who says, Oh no, oh no, give it to me now. You owe me, you owe me. And he began to choke him. But how many of you know that vengeance belongs to the Lord? We don't have to defend yourself. You just leave it to God and he will fight your battle. He will fight for you because that's what God does. He's the God that fight for us. The Bible says he will never leave us. He will never forsake us because he is our God. He understands us. Oh, how he's merciful. Oh, how he's kind. Oh, how he is loving. And he wants to heal us. But you know the problem? Is do you want to be healed? Because God, God is willing and He's ready to heal us and He's ready to forgive us. But how about the other person? That when that person walks in the room, you're you're like, Ooh. have you ever been there? Have you gone to a party that they didn't tell you that they were gonna invite that person to? And you showed up and you go, Oh my God. They are here. And you, you were dancing. You were dancing. And all of a sudden, you like, you start to do the Michael Jackson. You. God want to heal us. He want to heal me. He want to heal my family. He want to heal my distant family that we haven't spoken for years. That's God. And he want to he want to make us whole. So today church, let us remember that as he has forgiven us, let us free ourselves and forgive others in Jesus name.